everybody, this is SB, and you're listening to Wrapped in Yahweh. And for today's episode, we're actually going to talk about something that um, I think is truly, truly um, inspirational. Um, And it's my own experiences that I'm going to share with you today, but it's also biblical. I'm going to give you some um, scripture here. But today we're going to talk about the gift of mercy. And if you listen to listen to my midweek pickup of humbleness, all right, um, this is kind of a continuation of that. So um, if you haven't listened to my midweek pickup of humbleness, um, why don't you head on over there right now? Click off of this one and head on over there right now because I, I want you to get a, a foundation of what humbleness is for you and for everyone else and how that can affect your life and the people around you and then I want you to come back here so you can we can have this discussion and we can learn about the gift of mercy so if you haven't yet heard my midweek pickup of humbleness why don't you head on over there for those who have stay tuned we'll be right back for listening and tuning in to Wrapped in Yahweh. You know, if I could be completely honest, I don't have all the answers. I don't know everything. And if you're completely honest with yourself, you don't have all the answers either. And this is why I want to encourage you to look to the God, the one and only God who has all of the answers, knows everything about you and everything about this world. So that you can relieve the burdens and the stress that come with trying to figure it all out. Listen, this life is not fair. A lot of things are going to happen to us that we don't believe should. In fact, if you're a good person, there's going to be some things, some bad things that happen to you. And I don't want to say that in, in such a nonchalant way, but it's just what happens. You know, the Bible does say that the righteous fall seven times, but they get back up. And so when we fall, we have to remember that we've got to, you know, dust everything off, shake it off, because our Lord and Savior is right there next to us, holding his hand out to pull us back up and keep on walking. And so this is what I want to encourage you to do. Maybe you've messed up this week. Maybe this is a season where you've made more mistakes than you can count. Or maybe this is just a season where you feel like you're just low. Like you just don't have the support that you want. But I want to encourage you right now that Jesus Christ is the only support that you need. And at this very moment, he's holding his hand out for you telling you to get up pick up your mat and walk walk with him talk with him but do not stay down understand all right we'll see you later so the gift of mercy uh it's one of the gifts that the Holy Spirit gives us 
to each Christian. Um, and I know you're saying, well, if we all have the gift of mercy, how come this world is like this? You know, Here, here's the thing. We as Christians are supposed to mature in Christ. Um, we are supposed to grow spiritually, but some of us are still babes. Some of us are immature in Christ, and there's a difference from being a babe in Christ and being immature. Being immature means we're grown only by age, okay? Which means at some point you look like you should be at some point spiritually mature in your life with Christ, but you're not because your actions, your fruit does not show that. It shows a lot of immaturity. Actually, it shows a lot of flesh. That's different from being a babe in Christ. A babe in Christ means someone who is newly in Christ, right? And, you know, I'm not going to put any time frame here, but someone who is new in Christ has not been a Christian um, has probably been converted maybe a few years and they're, you know, they're still growing. Um, and a babe in Christ could be at all ages, but a babe in Christ has a desire to know God, has a desire to, to, um, want to grow spiritually, but they're just not there yet. Or someone has, Someone who is spiritually mature has not come along to help them grow. And so a lot of us are not spiritually immature. It's just we're spiritually haven't grown yet. We're in that state where we're still babes and we have not gotten to the meat. We still are served milk. So I just wanted to get that foundation there to learn how, you know, what there's a difference. Now, um, the gift of mercy is a gift given to us by the Holy Spirit and it's definitely something we can cultivate but here's the here's why I'm making this episode a lot of us don't know how that happens a lot of us don't know how to cultivate mercy because for one some of us may have not received it we think we haven't received it and we're gonna get into that later um, in the show <clears throat> we think we haven't forget we, we think we haven't been given mercy and so we, we get this, we become bitter. We become unforgiving because we feel like people are unforgiving to us. And so we have taken on the mentality of the world um, where, well, if they're not forgiving to me, I won't be forgiving to them. Right? And so we don't realize that a lot of the seasons that we go through, and we go through a lot of seasons, it's just we don't pay attention to them. A lot of these seasons where we go through year after year, um, half of the year, we, we something traumatic has happened to us. It could have been a breakup. It could have been, you know, a death in the family. It could have been, you know, maybe um, friendships have um, split because of something that was said or done. A lot of the times in these seasons, the biggest thing, the biggest contributor to our pain is bitterness and unforgiveness now you're you're probably like well I'm gonna need to explain that more and I am I'm gonna explain it so simple that it doesn't even have to be it, it, it doesn't have to be hard or difficult 
I'm going to give you a simpler version of why most of the pain that we feel, the stress, the traumatic seasons, because we don't know how to forgive. And we can see that a lot of the times it's because we haven't opened up our Bible enough to know God. We haven't cultivated a relation with a relationship with our Heavenly Father, with Jesus Christ, to know what real forgiveness is. And we're talking about mercy. This is a part of a merciful person. You have to forgive. You have to forgive. And we want to get to a point where we enjoy it. (laughs) We enjoy it so much that it's our desire. And I'm going to give you a biblical scripture for that. And these are from the words. These are from the mouth of Jesus Christ himself. So in the scripture I'm going to give you is in Matthew 9.13. Now he was talking to the Pharisees. But this is what he said. He said, I want you to go and learn what this means. I desire mercy. Now, I can go on and read what he said after that. All right, and I think I will. And I'm reading from the Amplified Version. He says, go and learn what this means. I desire compassion. Now, compassion in some other verses is the same thing as mercy. I desire compassion for those in distress and not animal sacrifice. For I did not come to call to repentance the self-proclaimed righteous who see no need to change. But sinners, those who recognize their sin and actively seek for forgiveness. And where um, Jesus was talking about was in the scripture of Hosea chapter 6 verse 6 and you can read that on your own time Um, but here's what I'm here's what I'm trying to explain Jesus told the Pharisees this what you should do you should go and learn what that means I desire mercy there's a whole word in that that he basically said to them and I don't even think they got it that mercy when you know what it is when you know how much it affects your life and other people when you know who is merciful and how much mercy you've been given you become just like your heavenly father you become you become an image of him God said, I'm a merciful God. When he, when, um, I think this was in, in, uh, Numbers chapter 33. Don't, don't, don't quote me on this, but I believe it was in Numbers chapter 33 or chapter 30 where Moses asked the Lord to show me your glory. Right? And he said, show me your glory. And he wanted to see his face, but he couldn't see his face. So, You know, he had to see the back of him. But when God passed by, he gave, he said, you're going to hear my name. When God passed by, this is what he said. He said, I am a merciful God, forgiving, 
the first thing he said. Merciful. And when Jesus says, I desire mercy, there's a difference there. See, we can just be merciful, but when you desire it, there's a joy in it. There's a passion for it. It's a part of you. If you can look up what desire means, it's something that you, when you have a desire for something, your whole life is about it. You, you wake up and you think about it. You go to sleep thinking about it. You want you want people to think about it. You you want to share it with everybody. That's desire. That's passion. And Jesus says, "This is what I desire: mercy." And I want you to go and learn what that means. Learn what it means to be merciful. And better yet, learn from the person, from the God, the only God, the one true God, what it really means. Because that is who he is. Wow. And so we're sitting here and I'm, I'm trying to talk to you about the gift of mercy. I want you to know that that is, and we've been talking about the hands and feet. I want you to know that that is where we're, we're always going to be. We are literally the hands and feet of God. So we're, I'm trying to get you to realize you're always going to walk in his image when you follow him. When you desire what God desires, you're always going to be walking in his image. As his son, as his daughter, that's our goal. To follow Jesus, his son. That's the only way we can come to the father. Okay? Jesus said, you know me, you know the father. Right? He's our intercessor. He's everything for us. So as we follow Jesus, we are walking in his image. We are literally his hands and feet. All right. So how can we cultivate this gift of mercy? Um, the Holy Spirit is our counselor. So before you, you, you even listen to me, I'm going to ask you to talk to the Holy Spirit. He is your friend. He is your friend. He is a wonderful, the wonderful counselor. So have a relationship or gain a relationship with the Holy Spirit about everything. We want to be led by Holy Spirit as Christians so that he can we're vessels we just want him to use us so that he can do what god wants to do on on earth right so we have to let him lead all right so the holy spirit will counsel us so first thing i want you to do don't listen to i mean you can listen to your pastors you can listen to you know your your um our brothers and sisters in christ you know but First and foremost, Holy Spirit first, right? Another way of how you can cultivate the gift of mercy is knowing what not to do. Knowing what can hinder you showing mercy, right? Um, the number one thing that you should avoid is gossip, 
gossip is something it's like a poison we see it happen but we don't even realize it's bad we don't even realize it's 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 not just frowned upon it's actually a flesh thing it is actually a work of the flesh If you go read Galatians chapter 5, that's a work of the flesh. Gossip is. A lot of us today, though, in this culture today, it happens every day. It's normal. It's a part of some of, you know, our lives. You'll you'll go into work and, you know, you'll just have these cliques, these women or these men, and they just talk about, they talk about their wives. They talk about everybody. These, this is gossip. You know, and, and they they all come in different forms, but that's exactly what it is. So one thing you should avoid is gossip of any kind. But how do we know it's gossip? A lot of us don't even, we, we're so used to it, we can't really pinpoint whether this is gossip or not. I'm going to give you some ways of how you can figure out whether you're in a conversation that is about, that is gossiping or whether this is a, a healthy conversation, right? So one thing I want you to look for is that when you're talking to this group of people or this person, in this conversation, I want you to see if you can recognize the truth and love. If the truth is not being said and whatever is being said is not coming from a loving um, position, or standpoint that's a red flag all right so I'm trying to give you some red flags things to look for um, to help you realize this is not a conversation that should continue with me in it right another thing is um, if the conversation is literally talking bad about someone that's another red flag right Because we should always look for the good in people. Not the bad. Especially if you're trying to cultivate the gift of mercy. Looking for something bad or always looking for the bad points is not really going to help you be forgiving. Right? So, um... Yeah, so if if the conversation is talking bad about that person or, or about someone or uh, people, it, it's that's a red flag. The only time, and here's what I wrote in my notes, I said the only time I should speak about someone's issues or shortcomings is out of genuine concern for their life and their well-being. Out of genuine concern. Whatever the situation is, I'm genuinely concerned about the person. So, here's a way of how you can see whether this is going to be a healthy conversation. Does whatever they're saying sound genuinely loving? Are they concerned? I mean, you can literally pinpoint the words where you where you can get to that point and you're like, okay, this is a good conversation. I can, I can, I can start speaking now. The words help, the words concern, the words worry, or, you know, um, something that shows that this is not selfish or it's not just 
chatter or gossip or just, you know, talking bad about something. Something that shows that this is actually coming from the heart. Right? Another thing is if you are with others, like if you're around someone or if it's a lot of people and somebody's somebody's being talked about, um, here's another thing that you can do. Um, one of the principles, just like the principle um, of shortcomings, if I'm going to talk about somebody's shortcomings or their issues, um, it's out of genuine concern. That's a principle of mine. It's because I really am concerned about them. Another principle that I like to live by on how to, you know, on cultivating mercy is that if you're around a lot of people, it's even better for you to have this this um, expectation of yourself that when I'm around more people than one or, you know, a group of people that this be done in prayer. Okay. Um, if you, if I'm going to open up my mouth and talk about what this person has done, their issues, um, their shortcomings, then I want to make it my business that I'm giving it to the Lord first and foremost. And if I'm around a lot of people, especially around Christians, then that is what we should, um, try and cultivate in everybody else. That means I should want, I I should be trying to encourage everyone else to do the same. Let's just pray about this person. Let's just pray about this situation and then we can really pray about this person on how God can, um, you know, handle the situation with them. It's a principle of mine. I, I genuinely have to cultivate that every time that in conversations, these are principles that help me to um, really stay focused on and cultivate my gift and make sure that there's nothing hindering it, right? And plus, I, I desire that other people be merciful too. So um, there's a time where you have to stand strong because a lot of people won't like how you respond, right? And we're about to get to that. All right, so... Um, I'm going to begin to wrap this up and we'll continue it on the next episode. But here's some questions that you can ask yourself. Just, you know, internal dialogue with your own self. Um, is, Is the person being talked about in your presence or are they somewhere else? This is another principle that I like to live by. It's a principle that I think when I have this internal dialogue with myself... And I ask myself this question in every conversation. Uh, most of the time, especially if I'm in a place where a lot of gossip happens and a lot of people talk, 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 I find myself removing myself from conversations so many times. Because when I ask myself this, mm, nine times out of ten, the person is not there. And to be honest, you want them there. I would, if it's about somebody, if it's an issue that you're, that, that bothers you so much that you can go to somebody else and talk about it, then really that same energy, you should be, you should be able to talk to that person about it, right? We, I mean, we should, that's the goal. I mean, didn't Jesus tell us to do that? 
didn't Jesus say, you know what, before you even come to prayer, if you have a problem with your brother or sister, go handle that first. Go handle whatever issues you got with them first and then bring it to prayer, right? This is biblical. I, I'm, I'm just being honest. This is biblical. And some, it, it might be a hard pill for some of us to swallow because, uh, hey, I know some of us are used to talking about people without them being there. But that's a goal. And really, it's a principle of mine. So, and um, I find myself not having nearly as many conversations as I do want about Jesus because a lot of people like to gossip. And, um, what I have realized is that most don't want someone correcting them on that. It's become a part of their lifestyle so much that they look forward to it every single day. It's a highlight of their day when they come to work and, you know, at lunchtime or during the day, they get to talk about whoever. It could be their own husband or wife. It could be their children. It could be, you know, whoever they're working with. It's it's become a part of their day, their, their normal life. But it's gossip, nonetheless. I don't care how, you know, innocent you think it is. It's gossip. And um, we have to stop it. And um, a lot of people don't want to do that. And they get offended. And in the next episode, because this one's going on a little bit long, in the next episode, I'm going to tell you what offense would look like in situations where you have taken a stand um, on these things. So I want to thank you guys for listening to Wrapped in Yahweh. I hope you guys were encouraged today. Um, I hope you guys learned a little bit more of, you know, the gift of mercy. Um, We're going to dive into that more um, in the next episode um, as a continuation. But I say this all the time. I really do love you guys. I thank you for supporting this ministry. I thank you for actually clicking on this podcast to listen um, because my sole intention is just to bring you closer to God so that we can be his hands and feet. That, that's, that is my intention. Um, so if you think that somebody else needs to hear this, please do them a favor, help them out, share this with them. Let them know how much it's, it's, it's helped you so that it can help them. Um, and I really do appreciate the support that you guys give me for Wrapped in Yahweh. So I will see you guys on the next episode. And as I always say, always stay wrapped in Yahweh. Remember that Jesus Christ is our Lord and he is our savior. And to always be led by the Holy Spirit. Until next time. Bye. Thank you.